0: Good morning. I always have props, you know that, so I got them, get them ready. Um, I am a German uh, of German descent and I'm told quite often that I'm bullheaded. I think God knew that when he recently used a banana and French delicacy pate de foie gras to teach me the difference between thankfulness and gratitude. On October 2nd through the 5th, just recently, 30 of us men helped to give a spiritual retreat at the Michael Unit, a maximum security prison in Palestine, Texas. The locals pronounce it Palestine to distinguish it as the Holy Land of Texas rather than the Holy Land of the Middle East. The month before, it had the highest death rate of any prison in the country due to 11 suicides. The initial attraction for the retreatants is the food we bring, but that quickly changes to the testimonials we lovingly share. The offenders, as we are asked to call them, never receive vegetables, fresh fruit or vegetables. Previously, one offender had four salads, and when asked why he liked salads so much, he said he was very grateful since he had not had a fresh salad in 28 years. After bringing a basket of fruit to the tables, an offenders shared the last banana with two other offenders, even though none of them had had a banana in decades. By sharing, he went beyond gratefulness to thanksgiving. Just 48 hours after my return from prison, I left for Normandy, France. I was invited by a farmer neighbor who is French and owns his own restaurant in Fort Worth where he lives with his wife and two daughters. This blessed friend gifted me with a guided tour of his homeland in Normandy. We visited many historic and religious sites, but most of all focused on the food. (laughs) I told him we had a perfect partnership because he knew food and knew how to make it and I was an expert at eating it. It was apple harvest season, which led us to the distilleries of Calvados and that divine liquid I used to wash down my favorite dish, pâté de foie gras. I was not just grateful for the food, but more importantly, we were mutually thankful for our shared faith, which we discussed in depth during visits to numerous churches, most notably Mont-Saint-Michel. Though very different in nature, these two back-to-back experiences had dwelling and eating in someone's house in common. In both cases, the experiences were cherished not because they were exotic or expensive, but only appreciated. Though both stories included receiving and giving, they demonstrate the greater reward of giving. If someone does something for us, we feel grateful. Our offering of thanks to the person is an action. One can feel gratitude without thanksgiving, but not feel thankful without gratitude. Thanksgiving is gratitude in action. We are all familiar with Psalm 27 verse four, which says, I seek to dwell in the Lord's house all the days of my life. But in today's gospel, Jesus invites himself to Zacchaeus house, perhaps presumptuous for a human to do that, but not for God who already dwells there. Jesus is turning the tables around to show that he indwells in each of our houses, our souls for which we should be thankful even though we may be considered unworthy sinners as was the case of Zacchaeus. Jesus shares food and shelter with us not just as a symbol but nourishment for both our body and soul. Jesus loved to eat and often made the point of our body and soul being made for each other, which is called non-dualism. Jesus was linking physical and spiritual indwelling as food for eternal life. Medical science has confirmed the non-dualistic health effects of not only gratitude, but even more so thankfulness. This is summarized in the Handbook of Medicine and Religion, which contains research by prestigious universities, such as Harvard and the University of Chicago. It is healing to both the body and soul to receive in gratitude, but even better, to give in thankfulness. Zacchaeus was thanking Jesus for his indwelling when he said, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. Thankfulness doesn't apply just to food and lodging, but also to dealing with illness, relationships, and ultimately life itself. God drove this message home to this bullheaded German with added emphasis. One day between the beginning of the retreat and my departure to France, I attended a funeral of a close friend. He was a cattle rancher whom I never heard curse or say a bad word about anyone he was truly holy but didn't wear his faith on his sleeve. three days before he died while very ill, he told his wife that he would die in three but she didn't initially understand what three meant. he also told her that he his predeceased mother was welcoming him. He said his wife he said to his wife that he experienced a certainty that there is a heaven. This is a not uncommon near-death experience. We were all truly thankful for his life, which was a true gift from God. William Shakespeare eloquently described this when he wrote, O Lord that lends me life, lend me a heart replete with thankfulness. But how can we cultivate thankfulness? Both religion and science give some advice. The most important thing is to focus on what we have and not what we lack. Here are a few suggestions from the Harvard Health Publishing. Write a thank you note to someone for their kindness. Keep a daily journal on gifts received that day. Pray daily yes, this is from Harvard, thanking God for his gifts. Meditate sequentially with thankfulness, first on the gifts received from someone we love, second on the gifts from a stranger, and finally on the redeeming qualities of someone we dislike. Soon we will be celebrating Thanksgiving. For millennia, almost all religions and cultures, even Native American Indians around which Thanksgiving was started, fasted before a feast. Religion links prayer and fasting to cultivate thankfulness. When I expect a large, delicious meal, it is always better to arrive hungry. No one would feast before the feast, but instead fast before the feast. When we let go of our desires through fasting, we unconsciously refocus our attention on others rather than on ourselves. This, lends to more, this leads to more charitable giving to those less fortunate. It leads to the physical and spiritual healthful actions of thankfulness. During this week dedicated to vocation awareness, may God help us to be open to all possible vocations in discerning which is best for us to give to others.